The piece of music you're listening to in the background right now is the season two version of the title theme for Observer and Report, which tells the story of an alien who gets stranded on planet Earth. With this piece, I wanted to convey both the vast, lonely emptiness of space and the grand, epic sound common in sci-fi storytelling. You're listening to How I Make Music, where behind-the-scenes musicians get to tell their own stories. Every Wednesday, we break apart a song, soundtrack, or composition and investigate the insights into how it was made. This week, the title theme from Observe and Report My name is Nate Fisher. I'm a music composer and audio drama producer from Washington, and this is How I Make Music. Welcome back to How I Make Music, episode 61. Title theme from Observe and Report by me, Nate Fisher. Right before I started sixth grade, my parents pulled out a trumpet and said, you're going to be in band. My favorite score is actually Steve Jablonski's score for the first Transformers film. There's just something about that music that inspires me. There's a lot of movement in the strings. He uses a lot of uh, spiccato strings, and, and it, it builds this sort of epic sound that, that I just really, really fell in love with when I watched that film. I also really like Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore's score for the Halo video games. Sadly, the first film I scored ended up being scrapped by the producer. When it comes to composing, I've come to the conclusion that it's best to start with a new project with a single track instead of a template. I've spent a lot of time building templates, and they can save a lot of time, but I've noticed that after a while, they tend to make all my music sound the same. I honestly just sit there at the piano and mess around and eventually something always comes out that sparks up a new piece. Today's kind of a unique episode. We're actually going to look at two different versions of the same song. The first version of the title theme is primarily a piano track. It's got a solo piano in the beginning and just some light orchestration around it. The second version, I actually decided to go for a much bigger feel. Uh, So I switched instruments and I changed some things and I gave it this really big, epic, cinematic sound. When I started working on season two, one of my biggest goals was to take everything to the next level. The story, the script, the audio quality, the sound design, and of course, the theme song. 
I also admit that I'm a big sucker for a current trend in film trailers of slowing down familiar themes and giving them a grand epic sound. Listen to this short clip of the Star Wars theme from the trailer for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker and notice how the theme has been stretched out and really just given a lot of space to be big and epic. That's the feeling I want to create for the listeners of Observant Report. When I listen to it, it makes me yearn for adventure. When music is made to sound really big like that, it it has this, you know, it creates this sort of dimension of space in the music, which really reflects well with the sci-fi idea of outer space. I chose the title theme of Observant Report for this episode because of its unique chord progression and wide dynamic range. The chords I used for the Observant Report theme are quite colorful. Honestly, they were a complete accident. I was trying to go from C to F, and I accidentally played F minor. And I thought, oh, that's different. With a bit more experimentation, I eventually put together a full progression. I posted it on Facebook, and I asked my friends if they thought it would make a good theme song, and they agreed. So, so it was. Some of my favorite works are full of accidents. What we're hearing right now is the season one title theme. It starts with a solo piano melody. And then we hear big brass and string accompaniments. The beginning of the track feels very exposed and delicate, and by the end, it's strong and full. I wanted to create something that would evoke the feelings of an epic space adventure. I think there's a lot of ways to make music sound epic, but it's difficult to quantify. It's something you have to feel. On the other hand, I do think that there are some tactics that seem to lend themselves to an epic and grand sound. Some examples include having multiple instruments playing the melody together. Big brass and drums. wide dynamic range, everywhere from pianissimo to fortissimo, melodies that span multiple octaves, The French horn in particular is one of my favorite instruments because it always seems to add a feeling of adventure to my music. 
I want to share one moment from the song where the chords do some interesting movement. There's a nice moment with a chromatic descending line from A to A flat to G. In order to make the music reflect the sci-fi attributes of mystery and adventure, I wanted to avoid sticking to common pop progressions like 1-5-6-4 and similar. There's nothing wrong with using common progressions like that in music. They just don't generally lend themselves to sci-fi themes in my opinion. In the season two version of the theme song, I wanted it to sound like the same song, but done in a different way. So I decided to use a different instrument for the lead this time. It had to sound spacey, but also have some meat to it in the second half. In the end, I decided that the clean electric guitar soaked in reverb would be a nice touch. Sounds sort of lonely, which is indicative of the vast emptiness of space. The second version also features a very wet, simple percussion beat, which was missing in the first version. The simple and distant sounding drums add more dimension to the sound, which uh, I feel is appropriate for a space theme because it makes it feel bigger. There's actually this sort of spooky sounding high theremin. Yeah, that would definitely be considered a classic sci-fi sound. Yeah, I've mostly stayed away from the theremin with Observer and Report because I want it to have a modern sci-fi feel rather than that classic feel. But, you know, I felt like I stayed away from the theremin for too long and it was time to give it a spot. There's this nice big drop where all the instruments hit together. This is where the energy kicks in. The drop serves a dual purpose. Musically, it's ear candy. It creates interest and adds energy to the second half of the song. On a practical level, though, I also wanted a clear break in the music for when I play it behind the credits. The drop would come when the credits end, finishing out the episode with a big finale. As a composer, one often has to aim for a balance of artistic beauty and practical utility. And to top it all off, in the second half of the song here, the electric guitar gains some distortion to give it some more power.
That's about it for this week's episode. We'll listen to the full track in just a moment. But before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else. Find the Audio Drama Observant Report in your podcast app. Listen to the Observant Report soundtrack on observantreportpodcast.com. There are links to download the track from this episode, the title theme from Observant Report, in the show notes. And now, here are the two versions of the title theme from Observant Report back-to-back. My name is Nate Fisher, and thanks for listening to How I Make Music.